2: Hey, Doug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, you don't have Apple Plus, do you? Apple TV?
2: I unfortunately do not, but I might have to get it because of what I think you're about to say.
0: Yeah, our guest today, Rory Scoville. if you want to see his butt, if you want to see his naked butt, you have to uh, get Apple TV
2: and... um watch the show physical whoa here's the deal i already have apple plus as of right now because of your sale.
0: oh really you just ordered it while talking to me
2: yeah you said he shows his butt so i'm in
0: feels like you are listening to me if you uh have already signed up <laughs> plus also your your auto fill is amazing um, <laughs> but uh yeah so rory scovel is going to be here and um He co-stars on Physical with Rose Byrne, but I think he's here to promote his new uh, television comedy, stand-up comedy special, and tell us where we can see that. It's Thursday, July 1st, 2021. You know what I'm going to say next, right, Doug? I think I do. Let's go to work. Yeah, that's right. You thought Dougs were a bunch of pussies, but we rock hard.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hello, Rory Scoville. Hello, Dougs.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Can you believe that was Benson on the vocals for that song? I do believe it. uh, He hits those
1: high notes when he gets in the zone. You got to watch out.
0: Oh, you mean the, the, the little kid notes? There's like a little yeah. kid and an adult you. man in that song, and I'm neither of them. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but definitely it was definitely my idea for better or worse, uh to give us a you know an exciting start to the podcast, wake up our guests if they're you know kind of sleepy. Well, and no. uh, you know you are an enthusiastic uh, participant today rory i, I must say yeah because uh you know people people have kind of uh they've been on a lot of podcasts but you for whatever reason recently have decided that uh you know you want to make some appearances
1: i want to make some appearances do uh Is- get out there and re reenter the world yeah
0: and uh oh yeah that's a great way to do it plus also you just happen to have a a couple of things to plug
1: i have 11 new things (laughs) (laughs) i also (laughs) all the things i have to plug are also things i made like three years ago (laughs)
0: Uh, um yeah back before you got
1: that condo that's exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> right, and it's that condo has cost me a year's worth of income. I'll tell you that. Oh my it's god, expensive! It's expensive. <laughs> it's
0: brutal. It's uh, it's amazing what'll happen during your condo. It'll be a real, can be a real money pit. So, <laughs> right. so you did. You've uh, uh, the TV program Physical. It's on uh, Apple TV.
1: That's right. That's right. That
0: was that was mostly shot. That that was completed. Uh, uh, at least the filming of it was completed a while ago.
1: We did uh, no that that one we that we just finished in uh, early or mid March. We oh okay. On that, but uh, my special I put out we did like three years ago, and then we chopped it all up and made a thing out of it and we screened it for people and we did all the usual rounds of trying to get people to look at it and buy it and if they were interested in it and then uh, then we just got exhausted and we were like i think we're just going to have to put this up on youtube so that people can finally see what it is instead of continually begging streaming services to give it some love so that's what we did
0: all right. I like that plan. Uh, <laughs> so it is on YouTube. Now
1: it's on YouTube. Now. Yep. You can watch a full 70 minute, uh, special slash documentary about improvising six straight nights of stand-up on, uh, youtube.com slash official Rory Scovel.
0: Uh, who do you, who is your like, uh, kind of creative, uh, partner on this?
1: Scott Moran. Uh, he's directed all my specials. So he came with me and he just, he directed, he he just turned on the cameras and we were just going to film six shows. And then it kind of became uh, an actual story about doing it. And then it became another story about the theater we were doing it in. And uh, yeah, kind of like how the shows were meant to be organic. the The movie itself kind of became organic with what direction the story went. And so... Yeah, we just decided to put it all together and not release just a straight up show.
0: And the theater is haunted. Is that the twist there?
1: That's the, well, not anymore. Now everyone knows that the theater's haunted. <laughs>
0: <So>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um. The theater where is the was th- dead the whole time. And that was, that the, sort of...
0: the theater was calling from was inside the theater. <laughs>
1: yeah, what the theater?
0: The theater? Uh, where? Where is this theater? Can you say? Or is, it yeah, is it a secret? Is it a secret haunted
1: theater? <laughs> just, yeah, we don't want people going there and making it a uh, a landmark. Uh, it's the Relapse Theater in Atlanta, uh, and it's where I shot my Netflix special, and it's just an awesome uh theater it's an awesome part of the atlanta comedy scene
0: yeah that's a sweet space i I was uh i stopped by there when they were having a comedy festival one time
1: yep yeah
0: um uh okay so that's that's super cool though that it's out people are i i assume people are loving it the buzz seems very very good
1: you know when you put a thing out you always just kind of sit back and wait for you know, the trolls and the people to tell you, you know, you get the half that says they love it. You get the half that says they hate it. And you get people down the middle. They're like, it's okay. But I got, I got to say that I never know what I'm going to get. Cause I don't really know my, the size of my fan base. So I don't really know the size of support that I'll get from people. So I kind of expected that, but I got to say the, the response has been really uh, great that I'm just kind of, now on edge waiting for the bad news or for the bad, <laughs> <laughs> like the bad thing to come.
0: Do you feel like, um, like I know you're you know, you're a, a comedian who's very willing to commit to things and try stuff. And obviously just going out there without an act and just talking to the crowd is, you know, that's already, you know, a pretty risky proposition. Uh, but um Like, did you have, did you have people doing like regular stand up to open the show before you came out and did that?
1: Yeah, we had, um, I think because we did six nights in a row. So we tried to do five, I think five or six different local comics, all doing kind of short five, six minute sets right before I went out so that, uh, the crowd was like, you know, kind of warmed up and, and ready to go.
2: But the crowd uh, also
1: fully, was fully aware of like what was going on. And they, we charged, I, I truly went into it so terrified that I was like, how do we charge people money <laughs> for, <laughs> for what could be, I think I convinced myself it's worth charging them money because bombing miserably could also be its own version of entertainment. Um, <laughs> so we, we kept the ticket price pretty low, but um, yeah, we, we definitely, they, they knew the deal. They knew what was happening.
0: Yeah, that's good. That's good. Uh, <laughs> uh, but although you know that would be fun, like especially in a, something where you're putting it together later, it'd be fun to do one show for an audience that you know, doesn't know who you are or that you're going to do that. You know, yeah. because that because that'd be a different level of uh, hilarity just for as a viewer knowing that that audience is kind of not not sure. But that's the yeah. thing is you get you're 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 so good at it, and you're a professional comedian, so it's not like people are going to be you know, disappointed there wasn't material per se. Cause, I mean, I've seen your regular sets don't necessarily feel like, you know, joke after joke, like, you know, s- yeah. the standard material. Or I want to see that bit again where you come on stage and be- you pretend you're going to talk about religion the whole time, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. which I've seen I, you commit very hard to. <laughs> yeah,
1: I, 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 I think uh, to me the ultimate is going to a comedy club, uh specifically that kind of space and not telling anybody that you're going to be improvising because I feel like, you know, that comedy club space is usually just more expensive uh, for all of the patrons. And so <laughs> to go up there and to try to commit to not having an act to me is the scariest just because... If I'm those people, I would be livid if the show wasn't going well. I'd be like, I need a babysitter. Uh, we went to dinner. Now I'm paying. The tickets were this much, and they're making us buy drinks while we're here. Um, yeah, to me, that's like the ultimate.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm just trying to. What I'm trying to drive at is that. Do you at, at any point do you? it's all very good natured, right? Like the, it's all very self-deprecating. You're not like uh one of those comics that when they go into the crowd, it's, you know, kind of in a little bit of attack mode.
1: No, I, I hate that. I, I only, <laughs> I'm never into the attack stuff. I only, if someone is coming at you, does it feel like, sure. you know, then you kind of go for it. But anytime I see a comic doing crowd work, And if they're kind of mean to someone, and I don't mean like a, a, you know, a roast that clearly (laughs) everyone's laughing at. I mean, just like being kind of mean. I'm always like, ah, to me, that's just not the energy of what anybody is here to, (laughs) here to like soak up. (laughs) And, you know, especially if, you know, uh, you and I both know it, the people that show up and are a little stoned there. That's definitely not what they, you know. someone's yelling at someone. They're like, whoa, this is not at all what I was hoping to, to sort of relax into. But yeah, no, I try, I try to avoid any of that. I try in the, in the movie, I sort of tried to avoid having to do crowd work to stimulate the show as much as I could, but you know, as you know, it's so like that's It it, it you have there's just some moments of crowd work that you know can just fire up the next five to ten minutes. So you just need to like, you know, find something in it. So I I did uh, some crowd work here and there, but yeah, going into the crowd, I never went after anybody. I honestly, I think I live in fear of going after somebody and then they stand up and happen to be unknowingly a professional comedian who's never tried it and then they just tear you apart. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the thing about hecklers is, uh, you know, when they get the best of you, uh, you know, it probably wasn't your crowd to begin with, you know, it's it probably,
1: way, <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> it was probably one where, you know, that was just the person who decided to, you know, make it clear that everyone was having a bad time.
2: <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> 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 um, cause I, and we're gonna get into talking about names like we normally do, but the, the, it's so exciting to me that you're on this show that uh, you know that I like, and it's uh, it's ongoing at this point. there's been uh, three episodes of aired. And I'm just wondering, like, uh, it's just another level of Rory Scoville commitment to me that it, it seems to me like you're all right with the character not being. Uh, li- you know likable
1: yeah yeah for sure, the first <laughs> time I've I, I've told people like there's no uh uh you know I've played stuff where the character's not likable but it's always in a comedy where you're given a joke and and jokes you know even win win over people even for the villains uh in things but yeah in this I was kind of like that was kind of Loved the idea that there was no release of the tension. I'm just an asshole and that's just where I have to stay. And there's no, I don't get to say something charming to to get anybody on my side. And yeah, I guess because I never, that just never comes up as anything to audition for or or read for. I I was like, oh, this could be fun. Like kind of a villain that's just not your, you know, in, in a story that where he isn't really a villain kind of thing. Well,
0: I think a lot of our politicians these days are failing us. And so it's funny to see a show where even though it takes place in a different time, it's still the same sort of guy. That's just like, has no real idea what to do with his life. So politics seems exciting, but then of course it isn't.
1: (laughs) It isn't. And he also doesn't, you know, he has like, he has ideas and no clue how to execute them. And to me, it's so relatable because all the things that he is fighting for and believes in you're like, yeah, that I wish someone would have really fixed that, you know, in the early eighties, that would have been amazing. But then you see that he just doesn't have any follow through or execution. And so you go, Oh, this is like real life. (laughs) This guy is like a politician. Even the ones you vote for have no follow through or execution.
0: Well, it seems like they just know going into it how slow moving everything is. So they don't, you know, they don't yeah. want to rock the boat and they don't, you know, so why not just get on the, get on the slow ass train and enjoy the cocktails or whatever.
1: <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, the show is called physical because it is based on a song by Olivia Newton, John and, uh, and it's on the apple and, you know, congratulations, dude.
1: Yeah, thank you. I I'm so happy it's finally out there. I was terrified the whole time. There was one, there was one, there was one specific scene in the episode that just came out where it was probably the first dramatic thing we shot, uh, where Rose Byrne comes in, you know, who is just at a plus at the tippy top of talent and like just comes in crying and screaming at me. And luckily, my character's coming down off LSD because my genuine reaction was like, oh shit, we're like, we're like acting, acting
0: right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my
1: God. I was just a deer in headlights. She came into the scene, she's like pushing me and we're fighting. And I'm like, oh God, I got to like, I got to really do the homework here. Cause I do, I, I just tell jokes. I don't know what I'm doing.
0: (laughs) No, I genuinely thought in that scene when she's the way she's hitting you, that you were not thrilled about being hit like that. Like she was, she was really bringing it.
1: (laughs) She, she totally, when she comes into that scene and pushes me, I told her, I was like, Hey, just really, I was like, you have full permission to just fully Push me. I was like, cause I, I hate, you know, the faking of it. And yeah, I almost, I almost think I insulted her in thinking that she wouldn't come in and, and hit me. So I think she was like, oh yeah, you're going to, you're going to give me permission. I'm going to come in and fuck you. Up. And so <laughs> she, she did. And I, I was like, thank God we're giving, getting her coverage first, because I did not know. <laughs> I did not know the level of intensity we were about to go to. Did you do any
2: acid uh, homework for that?
1: You know, I uh, I looked up a lot of uh, people on acid to see yeah. what their eyes looked like and how they talked, because I've only done, you know, mushrooms and pot. And uh, I was like, I don't know if it's the same kind of facial expression or <laughs> what it is, but I, I, I've i never done acid, but I I do hate it when you see somebody in something. And even when they're just smoking pot and they just totally as actors have clearly never smoked pot. So they right, do this yeah. way over the top, like I'm on meth. And you're like, it's not, it's not that extreme. <laughs> so I wanted to make sure I wasn't going to be that guy. who's like, I'm seeing fucking clouds eat each other, which I guess clouds do eat each other. So maybe that actually would be normal. <laughs>
0: it's like i've never i've never smoked cigarettes enough to to hold a cigarette like i look like i smoke cigarettes
1: exactly (laughs) when someone holds it so weird you're like that's not no one's ever (laughs) no one's never held it like that
0: (laughs) uh all right let's talk names because you've got uh an unusual I don't know if unusual is the right word for it, because as long as there's a Culkin with that name, it's not that strange. I,
1: I feel like maybe it's more unusual here. <laughs> In Ireland, the, it's like John. It's crazy, right? <laughs> it's like the most common, yeah.
0: Yeah, <laughs> but I was trying to think if I knew any Rory's other than you, and and of course the great uh actor Rory Calhoun. Mm-hmm. Um. I can't, I don't know if there's any, Do you, do you have any... Rories in your life, Doug?
2: No, I don't believe not one. This is the first real uh, This is encounter. your first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Out
1: in the you wild. Must, yeah. yeah. You the must
0: not theory. uh you must not have known many Rories unless you like went to Ireland or something.
1: Yeah, are you asking me? Yeah. I've come across a couple. Sean Patton has a buddy whose name is Rory. It's funny that that's a friend of a friend. And I only remember it because of how rare it is to run into a Rory uh, here in the States. Um, And then growing up, there was a Rory and she was female. And also because of Gilmore Girls, I get it all the time. And people explain to me that it's a girl's name and they say (laughs) it with such certainty Right. Just because of Gilmore Girls,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's got to be there's got to be at least one more than one occasion where they have very fast dialogue to the effect of people <laughs> confusing her with being a boy because of the name Rory. Yeah, like that yeah. definitely comes up, and they definitely acknowledge it. It's definitely not a girl's name, per, yeah, per se. But you know, you can give any you know you can name anybody anything uh, these days, which is nice, I guess
1: yeah it's very uh it's it's ambiguous my wife has an ambiguous name we gave our daughter an ambiguous name so yeah i, I think i like that about it i like that it's now, unique
0: but you, so your wife is uh just to be clear her name is ambiguous and your daughter's yeah. name is
1: ambiguous junior ambiguous junior yeah, <laughs> yeah. and it is hard for her to spell she is 19 and still doesn't
0: to <laughs> uh so but because, okay, so you got a. You think uh, it has anything to do with you being in comedy and acting, and uh, not being a shy person? You think all uh, any of that could be attributed to having a, a name that, you know, was unique and you there weren't uh, other yes. Rorys around everywhere you went.
1: Yes, I felt. Uh, I felt somewhat because everybody I went to school with, I never came across uh, the name Rory. So I truly did feel as though there was something unique and special about it and something and some special intention about it as though um you know my my perception of myself was that i i have like some sort of big purpose uh i don't know what it was or what why i you know outside of the name why i thought that certainly nothing about my life
2: showed any sort of uh,
1: big purpose but yeah i i i do think that the uniqueness of my name, especially where I grew up, uh, it made me think like I was different from everybody. But the positive direction of that, as opposed to the more shy and and scared that I'm different, I actually really celebrated it.
2: Yeah, you're, you're, you're,
1: you're yeah. Cool. that's right. That's
0: a new. <laughs> I think that's a new ex- explanation for us, Doug. From now on, instead <laughs> of saying you know we got into comedy just because everybody assumed we were losers. we should uh we should say we got into it because we knew we were special
2: yeah that's right that's a much more positive spin
0: yeah for sure for sure (laughs) (laughs) so what do people do uh what kind of fun are people having with the name rory when they give you a nickname or try to shorten it like does the wife have a version of it that she says
1: no, not really. Growing on my soccer team, people called me Ro or Roar. And then I've <laughs> annoyingly, uh, it, and I find this annoying because I don't think Rory is a very hard word to say. But I have come across people who will take, they'll be like, raw Roar, Roar. <laughs> they all like, like sound it out like it's truly this impossible <laughs> thing. And I'm always like, well, Roar. I was like, you can say roar, like a lion roars. And then you just say, E, you just say the letter E. It couldn't be
0: easier. <laughs> yeah. And then you go, can you say
1: Corey? And they're like, Corey. And I go, so you just say, Rory. 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 like, you're trying,
0: you're trying. to. <laughs> Let me just start my car. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. They're adding letters that are not there. Um, which is always so, it's so funny to me when they, when they do that, cause I'm just looking at them at all. Like we've all come across names that are very difficult.
0: This is yeah. not one of them. No, it's a, you know, we, we talk about this all the time because most of our guests have names that like do not have these, these kind of issues. And, uh, but with Doug, it's the same thing. Like I got, I, you know, I ordered something somewhere when they, Oh, it was, uh, you know, a Postmates when they're handing it to me, they were like, are you Doge? it's like (laughs) i i sure am i got a i got a coffee today
2: that said d-u-g and i was like okay i mean phonetically it works fine
1: (laughs) i I just coffee thing is now just like a trend like now that people are like oh yeah like our the thing is to get the name wrong on the coffee cups like it took off like a thing
0: (laughs) i think that's a great idea like to you know or like at the very least, just write it phonetically on there, whatever they say, because the, the trouble is there's so many names that can be pronounced more than one way that, uh, they're definitely going to say it the wrong way when they yell it out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, but, uh, um, don't you
1: love it when they still write the name down in like a Starbucks, Starbucks that clearly doesn't ever have a rush. There's never a rush. And they could just say the order, but they're still like, no, I gotta know your name for when the other 40 people get here. (laughs) Just in case. Just in case.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, they're funny. Like sometimes like you could be standing right there, the only customer, and when they put it down on the counter, they scream out your name. (laughs) (laughs) Yes,
1: and you're looking, you're like, everyone else is at a table. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the only one standing. (laughs)
0: <laughs> i'm sorry sir that's how we do it
1: that's our <laughs> yep yeah, corporate will fire us if we delineate
0: yeah i figured out just recently and i i don't know what i'm going to do about it that i'm i'm definitely larry david and curb your enthusiasm like every interaction where i think the other person you know didn't do it right i obsess over it in such a dumb way <laughs> it's so
1: you weird. mean even like even small st- even very small stuff that has no consequence
0: <laughs> yeah i mean yeah. that's i think i've learned to let you know let that stuff go you know but i still like in my it still takes up too much space in my head that i'm like you know like why i held the door open for him why did he say you're welcome yes. Yes. You know, that, that kind of small ass shit that just like can just get in your head.
1: (laughs) Do you find, do you find yourself when you are in your head about something and then the other half of you is trying to tell you to let it go because you know, letting it go is the right thing to do. Yeah. You find yourself 100% of the time, your true self telling your other self, but it's the principle of it. And that's your argument as to why you're still obsessing. Yeah. <laughs> the
0: the way I get out of those usually is I is I just you know take it a step further that that whatever happened between me and that person is never probably going to ever happen again because we you know that's it's mostly interactions with people that I might not ever even see again you know strangers yeah that, yeah. that are the most annoying because after they get away you don't have a chance to go yeah but actually it was. You know, like with your friends, you can, you know, if you really got to get it off your chest, you can fire them an email you know, yeah, yes. saying, well, correcting them or whatever, but like some stranger that something went down and you know, you were right and you can't, there's no fixing it. And then you, you just have to, you just have to walk away.
2: You know. Yeah. put a classified ad up that one
1: guy that said <laughs> you're Without a missed connection. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: oh my God. Those, those things, those misconnection things. That's like uh, <laughs> that's like early catfishing because, you know, you could just write enough vague things in there. I, just very connection, <laughs> that you just meet somebody that thinks they match the description. <laughs> yeah,
1: just broad statements of who, yeah. of what you saw. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you were gorgeous!
0: I couldn't believe you were in a library. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then oh, that's me. He's talking about
1: coffee shop, New York City. Noon
0: (laughs) I tried to stop you when you went to leave, but uh I didn't catch you in time. But I did I did notice that you'd written down some personal information on a napkin. Yeah.
1: It was meant for somebody else. You had on shoes and just a great, great shirt.
0: How did I track you down to your home? Well, that's a fun story.
1: (laughs) That's the, the past is the past. Here we are. Let's see if we should get married or not. (laughs)
0: Let's not drag the police into this.
1: What? (laughs) The police aren't going to, they're not going to officiate our wedding. Let's just keep moving forward. Come on. Be
2: cool.
0: (laughs) um all right so how many dugs
1: have you known rory did i ask you that yet oh that's a great question uh you haven't asked me that
0: okay um, so we've got two in the room or in the zoom who
1: else we got two two in the zoom We, need the exact, <laughs> we need the exact two in the number. zoom
0: and one in the poom uh,
1: <laughs> one in the poom two in the zoom <laughs> <laughs> um God, you know what's so funny is suddenly I'm having anxiety that I'm going to offend a Doug, even though they wouldn't know. <laughs> they wouldn't know which Doug I missed. <laughs>
0: Did you know this po- podcast, just so we can be open with our guests, is Doug Blocked. If you're named Doug, you can't listen to it.
1: Oh, good. Good, good, good. Um, yeah. Well, I think I probably have known... Mm, seven dugs
2: (laughs) what if he just said 78 dugs i know (laughs) here's
1: why i'm worried about missing some because i know (laughs) 94 (laughs) (laughs) dugs
0: i i just say that you even off the top of your head think you know could visualize seven different dugs that's that's a record on this show usually the highest anybody goes is is three or four. And again, they get a head start by two, including well, us. That's what, yeah.
1: I, that's what I thought. I, I thought, do I, would I believe in my soul that I know five more Dougs? And I think I, I think I do.
0: Was Doug Stanhope one of them?
1: Eight Duggs.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> That's what the about you?
2: Forgot?
0: Yeah. Well, what about second gentleman Doug Emhoff?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, you don't know him, though. I don't know. Okay. Um, we just like to check.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. I know four uh, for sure. And then a sort of five where Doug is their middle name. Oh, okay. I bet you I, do you, I bet you don't get that a lot where someone even goes as far as to say, I know a middle name, Doug.
0: Yeah. I mean, because most of us, you know, don't really know each other's middle names. Like, exactly. is that, do you go after, do you like ask people what their middle names are? Is that interesting to you?
1: It is not interesting to me. Uh, This person just happens to, it's sort of, you know, these three names, you know, so I feel like some people in entertainment, your third name kind of is just, it rolls off the tongue in a good way. So you include it. Sure. So it's a, it's a comic and he just goes by the first middle and last name. Oh, okay. Ian, Ian Douglas Terry. I don't know if you know him, but.
0: Oh, I mean, that sounds like the fanciest person alive. Well, he is. That's right. (laughs) It's actually-
1: uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> IDT sometimes just goes by IDT, just simplifies it, which is more, I think that's more of a pro-wrestling um sort of name, the IDT. And then you let people kind of guess that acronym, and they're never gonna guess Doug in the middle, not
2: pro-wrestling.
0: <laughs> I can't see I can't see a, a baby being named
2: Ian. <laughs> I never thought of that.
0: Like what about a baby would make you go that's an Ian?
2: This is Ian.
1: This is Ian right here. Yeah, d- there are some names that just feel like adult names. That When did you see an infant?
0: <laughs> At what point in the, your process of uh having a child did you uh, attach a name?
1: Very I mean right before she was born. Uh, we we had a list of like five names that we narrowed it down to. And uh, here's how we, we came to decide what her name was. We were sitting at uh, La Mill coffee or LA mill. And I've still, after 11 years, I still don't know what it is. Um, but we were sitting La there La we were La Mil. La Mil. and, uh, having some coffee and I had the list on my phone and there was a guy by himself at a table next to us. And I just said, uh, we're, our daughter's going to be born soon. Which of these names is your favorite (laughs) name? And he took my phone and really looked at it for a solid minute, handed it back because my daughter's name is Elliot. And he goes, he goes, my favorite is Elliot. And here's why. And then he told us for like two minutes as to why he thought that name should be the name. And I was like, Oh, this is meant to be like, why, why is the answer this long? And you clearly are, like an angel who was sent here just to decide this moment of my life, yeah
2: yeah and then, a... and then
1: she was born like she I think we had like two more weeks, but I think the next day she ended up being born, so we I was like, oh, all right, good, good thing. We ran into that guy,
0: right, but did he have like a really long finger and big eyes and say it like this? Eh. <laughs> yes,
1: yeah, yeah, yes, And he gl- he would glow, and he and I don't think he wanted to be at that coffee shop. He te- kept talking about going home. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but isn't that how everybody feels when they're in a cop? Oh, coffee! I was going to say coffee copy, copy
1: shop. You're in a copy machine shop. It wasn't even copies; it was just <laughs> of machines that make <laughs> copies that you have to buy. <laughs> We all, we're always copy machine shopping.
0: E.T.'s <laughs> Ichi, magic figure, uh, he used it to, to work as a, uh, copy machine repair man.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's all he, uh, yeah. he never made it home. He actually just got it, uh, got into copy machine.
2: Hey, he works at FedEx Kinko's. Just the yeah, saddest, just... most
1: honest story of America. That's what he ended up having to do. <laughs>
0: He got into the spaceship to go back to his home planet. They started to fly away. They realized he was completely contaminated because of all the <laughs> crap those kids took. Yeah, <laughs> he had eaten candy bars and beers. So They're just like he still had this,
1: makeup on. Yeah, fuck
0: this alien, and so they <laughs> shot him out, and he landed in another town, and he got a job. <laughs>
1: Well, that's the problem. If aliens land in LA, it won't, they, no one will know. No one, just they, an alien could open a copy machine shop and people are like, well, you know, it's a weird town. Everybody's got their, their thing. This is, just, <laughs> this is a guy who dresses like an alien and sells copy machines.
0: You barely see him. Cause he can't, he can hardly look over the top of one. <laughs> <laughs> He's just down there in case it breaks. He's really good at fixing it. All right. Really um, deep. Well, this has been great so far. We're running a little bit behind schedule, but that's okay because uh, that just means it's been an excellent conversation. We're going to take a commercial break, and when we come back, we're going to do what we call five and five. That's where Doug and I have each come up with five questions specifically for you, Rory Scoville. And uh, we'll do that after this. We'll be right back. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients.
1: As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop.
0: Learn more at meta.com/slash/metaverseimpact. We are back, and it's time for five and five, five questions from Doug Mellard, five questions from Doug Benson. We haven't conferred with each other, if that's the right word for it. Uh, about what our questions are going to be. We just uh, take turns reading them, see what happens.
1: Well, just so you know, you guys happen to be on my segment called 10 Answers.
2: (laughs) This works out great. This
1: this is the best this could have ever gotten. This is the most (laughs) synchronistic moment I've ever experienced. (laughs)
0: There aren't enough podcasts within podcasts like we could be we could be like Chinese nesting dolls or Russian ones which are the best nesting dolls which nesting dolls are we least mad at as a country.
1: We're always arguing who these downloads are really for. Is it the podcast or the podcast within the podcast? There's no, <laughs> no <laughs> way
0: to decipher. Yeah, you can't tell what's going on anymore. I mean, uh, Mark Maron's uh, WTF, that's within a small podcast nobody listens to. They just listen to him. <laughs> uh, but it's inside another podcast. Um, all right. Uh, oh, but before we do your five and five, Uh, We would like you to
2: eat some leftovers.
0: Um, We call it that because when we don't get to questions uh, with uh, any particular guest, we uh, ask the next guest if they would mind answering those questions. Because, you know, we wrote them and, uh, you know, we're trying to be a green podcast. We're trying to, you know, use everything responsibly. You know, I write questions and just throw them away.
2: Yeah, yeah eco-friendly for sure.
0: Yeah. So so would you mind uh, terribly, uh, Rory Scovel, answering questions that we didn't get to for Martha Kelly? Yeah. Yeah, that works. All right. So you know, just uh, answer what you think she would have answered, or, or what you would like to answer to the question. I, mean, uh, I don't know uh, what will uh, happen exactly, but uh, how many questions did you have for Martha that you didn't get to, Doc?
2: We didn't get to any of them.
0: What? Wait, I've got I've got five questions for her that we didn't get to. You didn't get
2: to any of yours either. All five. No, we we have five and five for Martha for Rory. Oh,
1: well, you guys all right, are let's... on my new show 20 answers all right let's
0: let's uh, we better get into it then you better uh, get started lightning uh, right? round <laughs> yeah let's do this uh, uh, but don't you know don't feel don't feel rushed if an answer deserves a couple of a couple of sentences or uh, you know a little time to think about like if you want to like walk around the block and get back
2: to us <laughs> yep All right,
0: right, go ahead, Doug. That's
2: question number one. For Martha, for Rory. Uh, I wanted to ask Martha if her character from Spider-Man comes back to play in the Marvel Universe later.
1: Well, uh, due to uh, uh, non-disclosure agreements, I'm not at liberty to say as Martha but as Rory, you better oh. believe it. You better believe oh. that character's coming back in a big, big way uh, for sure. And not not, not the way you think.
0: <laughs> All right. We've got Maybe. confirmation. We've got confirmation. Yeah. I can't wait to tweet this out. Rory you heard Skull it here first. says, <laughs> says Martha Kelly's role <laughs> in the MCU will expand significantly. Yeah. Because she's trying to keep it a secret. This is great that we stumbled onto this
1: today on Reliable Sources. Rory <laughs> Scovel says,
2: uh, "We're another, another Russian doll deep." Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: so reliable. Some people, that's how they pronounce Rory.
1: <laughs> reliable.
0: Reliable. <laughs> All right, so that's a great question. What's that next Spider-Man called? Spider-Man. Uh,
1: home Square. Take me,
0: take me back.
1: Take me home tonight. It's <laughs> always home. Spider.
0: Is Spider-Man. Spider home. Take me.
2: Directed <laughs> by Eddie Money.
0: Take me to my Spider Home.
2: <laughs> yeah. Take me <laughs> okay. to Spider Home.
1: <laughs> Spider-Man. Right. A web is a spider's home.
0: Oh no, <laughs> that's <so> really. <laughs> So oh, no. a web is a spider's home. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the guys at the theaters that have to put this on the marquee are going to hate it,
1: but let's do it. <laughs> They're run out of letters. They're going to be using the dollar sign for S's. Yeah, uh,
0: a web is a spider's home. Okay, um, my first question to Martha was going to be, that it's well known, Martha, that you love the Alvin and the chipmunks. Yes. And, um, but I've never found out, you know, if you had to, gun to head is that often is the case in these kinds of questions. Yeah. Which chipmunk is your favorite? Theodore. That was easy. You didn't even have to think about
1: it. I have posters. I I have silverware. I have plates, collectible plates, uh, t-shirts, Theodore just I like the I like the responsibility. I like that there's a responsible, you know.
0: What are the other lunch. ones named?
1: Alvin, Theodore and um Simon. Simon. Yeah, and Simon, you know, he's out to lunch and Alvin is just such a, you know, such a Henry Winkler of the group. Just he's the fawns of it all, but Theodore theodore's anchored and that's what i've always appreciated
0: speaking of names though and uh you know standing out and everything alvin that's a terrible name
1: yeah it's a it's and also for a kids when did i don't even know when that came out uh you'd think like i'd this... know As such a robust fan of their work <laughs> Oh, well they sheep- like, we need a character's name they're like let's go with three names that no kid <laughs> is named.
0: <laughs> well the what simon's got glasses and you know that's you know anybody that's named simon you know their parents renamed them when they had when they realized when they were 5 or 6 that their vision was bad. So that's when they called them simon.
1: Wait is simon uh, the is simon the taller one?
2: I no, think then, so. That's Garfield. Um,
0: No. (laughs) I just always got confused because I Alvin was such a was the kind of name that I always thought that was the human that hung out with the chipmunks was Alvin and then there was the chipmunks. It's weird to me that one of the chipmunks, because they certainly I I don't know if I don't think of Alvin as the Fonz as much as just maybe the one who is the most classically
1: handsome.
2: Uh, <laughs> Damn, are
1: you now? Are you willing to go? Are you willing to go on record saying that you believe Alvin is the most handsome of <laughs> each of he's,
0: he's got the best body for sure. Yeah,
1: okay.
0: right. I mean, you know, one of them eats too much, the other one, you know, has definitely has some sort of issues uh, that need to be looked into. But uh, but uh but he's Alvin, the most man.
1: active. I mean, he's the most active. He's going to be the most cut. I think. Yeah. Oh, is I'm that gonna, why? I'm going to
2: say it. he's sexy. He is. Yes. Sexy. Yes.
1: We all. Uh, yes. Okay. So there it is. You you, Doug. You kicked it off. You had the courage to say what we were all thinking.
2: You
0: know, but why why not Vinny or Al or just anything that's cooler than Alvin? I just can't believe. Maybe they were, they were perfect
1: for. For the Alvin, yeah, that it works pretty right. Good for that. Maybe they yeah, got to...
0: can't. It's good for yell. If you're going to do an annoying yell, it's a good yeah. name for that. Yeah, you can't be calling his something cool.
1: And what was his name? Dave. Dave. Yeah. Dave. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. And he got you know he got sort of pushed aside. I mean, is is. Uh, is that supposed to be Dave in the first couple of the movies played by uh Jason Lee? What's his name? Lee. Jason Lee.
1: Is I he supposed so. to be Dave? I think yeah, so. He what a strange, like just your life where you suddenly have three chipmunks as your like friends, and they talk, and you don't you just continue you pay your taxes, you still go to work. Like <laughs> what what part no, of and your they reality? keep and they and they're continually like it's like the old I dream of genie
0: formula where, you know, they're they won't just stay at home and behave. They're continually fucking yeah. things up for him. But yeah. at least with the genie, there was a sexy lady around. In this case, it's three rats, you know, shitting on his floor. Well,
1: it's like, two rats like, and a
2: sexy rat. That's-
1: <laughs> yeah, let's be very clear. One <laughs> of those rats is a mouse and has a mouse kind of body. The others are gross rat bodies. <laughs> like well, the was... fact that he even took the time to to get to know them. You know, any normal person would have drugged them or drowned them in a trash can.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he knows their names. I mean, I guess I guess that's why they have their first letters, uh, the initials on their sweaters. Yeah, is so that he can keep track of them, but. Yeah. They really do have different personalities, the three of them. I think our friend Justin Long, who was on this show, I think he's the voice of one of them in the new cartoons. Or not cartoons, but those movies. Yeah, it's so chip, funny that
1: Chipwrecked. And also <laughs> Chipwrecked, yeah. And it's also so funny that Dave is like trying to you know Dave is single trying to meet somebody, and you know the stereotype if a woman has a couple of cats, we call her a crazy cat lady, but Dave <laughs> is able to make it work with three talking chipmunks in his, in his <laughs> corner,
0: whose careers are blowing up like they have a huge music <laughs> career, and he has to somehow deal with that in his spare time <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, (laughs) Your turn, Doug.
2: Well, this has only happened, I think, twice uh, in the whole history of this podcast. But I, too, this is the third time we've overlapped. But I was going to ask Martha, because she loves her chipmunks. We're going to stay on the subject. What draws you into the chipmunks film so much? But, we, you know, we somewhat answered that.
0: Yeah, but you should have like just jumped in and asked it like a, like a great follow-up question <laughs> when, we, when we were already talking about it. Uh, but but, but you know, I, can I do want to quick... know the answer. I do want to know.
1: The, the adventure. Just the fact that there's an adventure to be had. I think we can all relate to life getting a little ho-hum. And I just think I like, I like the fact that when I, when I sit down on my couch at the end of my day, Uh, I know there's three chipmunks out there that are going to be going on an adventure. And I get pulled into that. And I, I forget about the climate and I forget about, you know, the inequality and the hard stuff, you know, and I just focus on here are three chipmunks having an adventure.
0: (laughs) Well, that's an amazing answer. Uh,
2: I, I can see, see unfortunately
0: why. unfortunately I didn't I wouldn't have asked you that question because I happen to know the answer. Do you want me to tell you what she would have said? Yes. She would have said that she loves those three characters because she has a degree in psychology that she never gets to use. And Alvin, Simon, and Theodore represent the id, the ego, and the superego.
1: Whoa. No, I, I think I was right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right here's my next question for you i, I think this one i don't think we're going to double up again doug i think we're finally going to be free <laughs> um would you martha would you still have pet cats if they were the size of andrew lloyd weber's cats
1: Oh how! Oh now I don't know enough about the size of his cats. What do you have?
0: Tigers? If they were people sized. Oh my god! If they uh, were like could stand on their hind legs.
1: and yeah. Shake your hand and they're people sized. If I have full control of them, oh I see. All right, I get it now. If I have full control over uh, those creepy looking human cats, uh, <laughs> then. Yeah. I'd kind of look at them as like my security detail. You know what I mean? Let them be up late at night perusing the proper <laughs> I'll sleep better.
0: That'd be so fucking weird.
1: But then every now and then, if I'm like, guys, give me a song and dance while I have my morning coffee, I get to kind of see what, you know, what we all know is Broadway level performances <laughs> That's for free in my house.
0: Don't ask him to do a soft shoe, though, because they're like, we don't have shoes, asshole. (laughs) (laughs) We're fucking cats.
1: We're cats, you psycho. Like, all right. (laughs) All right.
0: (laughs) That's if something definitely if anything ever comes to life, you know, that isn't supposed to uh, any object or animal starts talking and. It, it it better have a really sassy attitude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want yeah. it to be really over it and real backtalky. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And a sarcastic response to everything. Like I want it to be like the maid on the
1: Jeffersons. Yes. Yes. Every time. even though it's newly human new- newly human in a way, it still yeah. talks down to you. <laughs> Immediately. Yeah.
0: Dear <clears throat> up Doug.
2: All right. Martha Rory Rory Martha. You were <clears throat> in an episode of Will and Grace titled Grace's Secret. What was that secret?
1: Um that secret was with patience and good uh chemistry and a willingness of the executives to let the creators have their way you can have multiple seasons of a show in this day and age that was the the secret it was a it was a very meta episode i'll never forget it i'll never ever forget that a
2: fourth wall ripped down that's great yeah
1: we ripped that fourth wall down and brought some people from the audience the live audience to be in the episode Uh, as background, and they were allowed to talk. They didn't have to mime.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Grace's secret was that the show is going to continue after they were canceled, but they just weren't going to tell anybody. They weren't going to make a a big thing out of it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. They couldn't go any higher. So they thought, well, just we'll do a secret show. Yeah,
0: they just get together on Monday nights and uh, act out episodes that they've... uh...
1: At local coffee shops. (laughs) (laughs) They do table reads at coffee shops unannounced. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Martha.
0: Listen Mm -hmm. up, Martha. We got... uh, It looks like we're almost out of time, but let me ask you this, Martha. You're a Pisces. Mm Mm-hmm. What's the fishiest thing you've ever done? Um,
1: God, I should say,
0: fishiest fish- thing about you because fishiest thing you've ever done implies that she's done something fishy. But, uh, what's the fishiest thing about yeah, you?
1: Uh, I love to fish, I love to fish, I love to deep sea fish. Uh, I never charter. A private boat. I always do the public boat where they give you the rods that barely function and it's mainly just to take your money because I like commerce and I like putting money back into the system and I've never caught anything but I love the I love the and this is gonna you know sort of mash with mix with my previous answer but I love adventure. I always whenever I leave the house (laughs) i always say where would alvin and theodore and simon go and what would they get into and uh i always find myself at a dock boarding a deep sea fishing excursion
0: it must be tough though um you know not catching any fish because you know fish would really come in handy because you have to you have to feed those big human cats that's right
1: (laughs) and i and that's a that's a big reason i go out there to do it because i have those humanized cats and i'm like you know if i caught one you know giant (laughs) marlin or something and could just chop it up that could be a month's worth of fish for my oh my god yeah but uh i've never i never catch anything and i always say that's that's kind of the lesson i always say well martha are you gonna give up and not come back tomorrow i go multiple days in a row (laughs) 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 are you going to give up and not come back tomorrow? Are you going to come back tomorrow? And I'm on that boat every day at 5 AM. I'm on that boat ready to go. It's also the closest I'll ever get to, you know, deadliest catch. And I pretend I'm sort of on that show when I get on the boat.
0: Well, um, this has been so much fun, but, uh, we, we didn't even get through Martha's quit. We're out of time.
1: Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I'm predicting that this is going to pile up real bad.
0: I think it already has. It already has uh, piled up. But, you know, we really we really haven't going through the uh, we do have questions for you that we will ask next week's guest. Yeah. And um, it's mostly just a it's a it's a guest pyramid scheme because we're just trying to get people who've been on a show to listen to it. Right. So uh, tune in to the next one, Rory, if you want to hear um what john ratzenberger says when we ask him Ooh. Uh, uh, about your career i i don't know who the guest is going to be that just seemed like a funny person to say
1: <laughs> if it's not john ratzenberger you will be hearing from my lawyer <laughs> you <laughs> know like I now promised John Ratzenberger.
0: <laughs> don't you feel like Johnny Ratz would be uh, a terrible guest and not not into playing along at all? It
1: seems like you'd get a lot of one-word answers. <laughs> you would for sure get "I don't know who Rory Scovel is." <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you get a you get a, a firm no when you ask him to do a Boston accent. <laughs> yeah
2: yeah
1: yeah. you just get firm notes for a lot of the conversation not even questions just conversation <laughs> oh
0: man and he's finally not in a pixar movie the most recent pixar movie is the first one that doesn't have
1: luca at all yeah, uh, yeah he's, why he's not what a it. fun what a fun weird thing <laughs> about the history of pixar that he's always making an appearance
0: yeah he always has at least a few lines um but let's do some uh let's do some Doug plugs. What would you like to promote, Rory?
1: I have uh I have three things. Uh one, my podcast, Pen Pals with Daniel Van Kirk, is gonna be moving over to Team Coco and our first full episode's July twenty eighth. Get that wherever you get your podcast. Um and then as we talked about, my show physical uh on uh, Apple TV plus uh is streaming and a new episode drops every friday i think we're halfway through maybe um and then uh, i have a special and an album out called live without fear and it's on youtube.com slash official rory and then the album is you know wherever you get your albums spotify or itunes or Pandas, whatever. <laughs> i never know <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's frankly, it's none of our business where they get them.
1: Exactly. You know, (laughs) just just go out and get them. However, yeah, and if you like it, just I feel like we live in a time. It's always been like this, but I feel like we always have to tell people because I think they think you just you Instagram something or you tweet it, and suddenly that is going to just hit the masses. But really, it's all telling someone that you you liked it and then they tell someone and then they tell someone for instance the movie vacation with ed helms is absolutely hilarious and i think people should be talking about it
0: all right you've told someone doug are you gonna tell someone
2: probably at least three people
0: okay perfect, there you go. perfect. Well, i don't have to do anything <laughs> um <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: what have you got to plug doug
2: I will be at Rudyard's in Houston, uh, eight and ten thirty on July sixteenth. Check it out.
0: Oh, is that where you dress up as uh, as uh, Mowgli from the Jungle Book and tell uh, s- stories about uh,
2: bears? Oh, absolutely. You know that's what's <laughs> happening.
1: <laughs> that's I my mean, brand. <laughs> I mean,
0: because I don't know. I don't know any other. I don't know any other Rudyard's besides Kipling.
2: (laughs) That would be an exhausting brand to have to always deliver.
1: (laughs) Just the travel... Well, I guess actually the travel will be simple. You know, you're not, you're not bringing a huge suitcase. of bringing less. You're bringing well, less clothes.
0: You know what he's bringing is just the bare necessities. Oh,
1: <laughs> oh. No. Okay. So obviously you've seen it a few times.
0: Yes, I've seen it two and a half times. <laughs> um, I'm going to be doing stand-up at the Tacoma Comedy Club in Tacoma, Washington on Sunday, July 11th. Douglas movies is back in front of a live audience at the American comedy company in San Diego on Saturday, July 31st. All of my dates are at Douglas Thank you, Rory Scoville. This was uh, a delightful, fast paced hour.
1: I loved it. So thank you guys for having me on.
0: I can't wait to get on the internet and say, listen to this one. If you want to find out, uh, big news about the marvel universe
1: thanks <laughs> yes yeah
0: <laughs> did you know there's a new section at disneyland at, you know disney's california adventure uh, for marvel and but it's called uh, uh avengers academy or something like that yeah is or, it fun what do you do there i don't but already they're saying it's a school come on it's disneyland for fuck's <laughs> sake not yeah. a school
1: come to school, learn about, learn about fictional history. And then people are like, we're already doing that for the most part.
0: Uh (laughs) (laughs) I thought of a name for this uh, episode. Uh, Thank you once again to Roy Scoville and uh, Doug Mellard. And as always,
2: team Doug O. Got it.